Welcome to Queen Beauty Podcast, the self-care kickback with your host, Elise. And Quandris. This episode is airing somewhere in the middle of the holidays. And the <laughs> holidays can be such a wonderful time of year or a sad time of year, depending on your personal experiences, particularly this year being very different due to COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us, including myself, will not be able to spend time with their loved ones who live far away. A lot of us lost some loved ones, or we're just not able to get across the country or even down the block if we feel like it's going to be too much of a health risk. So in this episode, we're going to choose the good times. We're going to choose to remember and go down memory lane a little bit for some fun commonalities that can be shared among that Black holiday experience. And mm. by Black holiday experience, I feel like that could be a whole AFAM class, <laughs> by the <Totally>. way. <laughs> totally. It could be a whole AFAM class, for real. <laughs> it can. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's talk about these menus. <laughs> the menus. You know, we start our chat about the menus back in like September. Like before, really? we we really do. It's like, okay, y'all, let's get it together. <laughs> Just think about this. Oh, but you know what? I remember when you actually started that, like who's bringing what thing mm-hmm. to on the group chat. I don't know if we, we don't start our minis. We're a little late birds. We just make it work. Depending on whose house it is, that's the person who gets right. the majority. Um, back in the day, everything was done by your grandma at your grandma's house and maybe right. your auntie or somebody would bring a pie or some make drinks the- or something like that right and then you have like the specialties of like okay like <laughs> who's making this mac and cheese who who made the potato salad like don't come to the holiday <laughs> dinner it's respecting the situation right Right, exactly. And I don't know what happened, but, and, you know, honestly, I don't know if it was because we were so little and wasn't really paying attention that grandma was actually making all of everything now that I think about it. It could have, I don't know, but it just appeared that she was always bringing the the plates, the stuff out and putting it on the table. So I just assumed. (laughs) I didn't know until I was an adult that the stuff out in sections was a strategy so that people wouldn't overeat. Oh, to bring like, a little bit out. The like, serving time. dishes, just a little at a time. Dishes. Yeah, I didn't realize what was going on. I was just like, why is this only a little bit out? Or and then all of a sudden food would just reappear. It just comes back, right? You know <laughs> how people act. Back. People don't know how to act. They're going to put all this stuff on their plate. That is the truth, though. If you sit the whole thing out there, the whole thing is going to be gone. So I think it is kind of a thing where you sit some of it out, leave the rest in the kitchen, you just kind of stagger it out. I remember it oh, being gosh. like two extra pans of mac and cheese at, one, at my grandma's house on it the holiday in be. the back, but it would be like in the back somewhere stored. But there would just be these hidden pans <laughs> that nobody had access to. <laughs> but some people had that access to That and the good pies. Right. That and the good pies. Girl, the pies? <laughs> The I'm still eating pies right now. Like, girl, Thanksgiving. I have one in the back of my refrigerator that, that my mother-in-law made. It is mm. slamming, and I got it sitting right in the back. I'm hoping because you know when you put it all the way in the back, put some juices in front of it or whatever, try, like, try to disguise it, make it hard to get to. <laughs> this morning, I was eating breakfast, and I just took a little slither of that pie. <laughs> 
and I just have a little bit, just take a teeny piece, just so I can have a taste. Like I don't want the whole pie because I'm trying to be good. Right. And Thanksgiving was trying, a couple days ago, it's just, but it's really difficult because that pie is still there, and I still want it. Like I'm still gonna eat it. And you I'm know it's so there. Far. So, <laughs> period. <laughs> oh my. Okay. So, how hard was it for you to learn? how to actually start cooking all of this black glory of soul food like how did you was it how was your experience as far as learning the recipes did you learn i know you learned a couple of them oh but do you feel like yeah the experience was you know easy enough was there a book like a family book girl. of the recipes that girl no <laughs> okay we are still mad we were just to this day to this day everybody is upset because my grandfather could cook his butt off with sweets he knew how to make the desserts all the pies all the cakes like really well he had this mm -hmm. glorious apple sweet potato cobbler pie that he used to make and he used to make red mm. velvet cakes and lemon meringue pies and all of the things mm. passed away in 2010 about 10 years ago and I got the recipe and I didn't really remember where I wrote it down so I don't even know and and that oh my recipe, gosh the crazy thing was the one recipe that I asked was for the sweet potato apple pop cobbler situation it was all yeah. like a pinch of this a dash of this <laughs> right if you could get some sort of direction out of anyone in the family because everybody want don't want no one stealing their recipes right they want to be the they want to remain the best at the best of the, of the whatever right <laughs> right right and so no one wants to share their recipe and if you could manage to get some information out of anyone it wasn't really like a recipe with instructions no it was just a list of ingredients <laughs> it's more a so list a list of ingredients and i feel like for the black experience that is legitimately how you learn how to cook it is it's touch and feel and you touch and, and yeah. feel taste taste what it smells like if the smell if you really use your senses that's really really you do good point if it don't smell right or if it don't taste right you're missing some ingredients you mm -hmm. may give some to like who's ever in the house taste this What's is missing? Right. That's how you learn how to cook. <laughs> I remember the first time I made the greens. And by the way, I am the Woo. family green maker. Thank you, you are the green queen. I am the green queen. <laughs> the green Somebody queen. told me I ain't have the age requirement to be the family cook. I remember green. that because it looked, it seemed shady. I'm not going to lie. You was really young. Like no one, it didn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like well, you're who, lying. Your grandmama who, made these greens, girl. Stop lying. <laughs> but I remember the first time I made them. And at that time, I was taking um, ingredients from my grandma and my mm -hmm. sister and kind of like trying to make it my own. And right. I remember the first time I made them and it just didn't have enough like onions. It just didn't have enough of something. I think it just mm -hmm. it wasn't enough bouillon cubes. It was something wasn't right. Look, I'm telling y'all a little bit what I'm doing. Right <laughs> you now, tell them the secrets. You tell them the secrets. Right. <laughs> but it didn't have enough of it. And then mm -hmm. I had to just figure it out. Add, continue to add the seasoning until it had that right taste. Now until it had that right thing. I don't even mm -hmm. know. I just make it. I don't you know. You just make what it. I just you make you it. really you wait. 
you notice I didn't call you this year, right? You did I not. didn't call you because I every single year, like Clockwork, <laughs> I'm calling you like, well, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, the bay leaf. Don't forget the bay leaf. And it will jack you up. Right. If you don't lay down them bay leaves across the top and you can't mix it in. You just got to let it simmer. Just let them chill. The, Listen, let's go rewind because I remember us learning in college how to make the mac and cheese. That was like a blend of your family. The mac and cheese. Well, how did it's you the stir love. it? They stirring the cheese, that whole situation. What were you do? What did you used to say? You <laughs> don't feel like let's just keep stirring. I don't remember what I used to say, but it was because when you make the roux and you have to make the cheese, it's the cheese sauce, and then <laughs> you have to just slowly stir. You can't rush it. You cannot like rush it. Churning glory. Churning. I know. <laughs> It really is because if you mess that part up, then everything is just a mess. And so you have to get because this that cheese sauce is what's going to blend everything together. It's going to make everything make sense. When the first couple years that I was like trying to understand the cheese sauce, my face was so serious. Like it was like don't mess this it up. Was. Like mac and cheese, and then the oh the layering, the layering, the layering. and the, the, making the noodles taste really good by themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes, you have to taste it. it, and it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> remember, you said I don't remember who tasted it. Like, well, who made the noodles? Just the noodles. I'm like, it was just like salt and pepper on the noodles no, and butter. Listen, but <laughs> that, but the noodles, noodles, right? If you get it right, once you listen, you had my niece calling it the crack and cheese. My niece, when I made that, <laughs> because look, what I appreciate about our friendship is that we share recipes, right? We so we're going to be great mm -hmm. in our family together by ourselves because we <laughs> share the recipe. So my niece right. was like, oh, I at least make the, the crack and cheese. I was like, well, thank <laughs> God for Quandris and her family and the generations right. of sharing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because my grandma made, it was my grandma's recipe. And then my mom got it from her and she added her little her little spin, her little kick, and then right. I did mine with my little kick. <laughs> so it's it's legit. It is legit. But I feel like um, that's also how like black people really become gurus at that recipe because there's a lot of people who do their thing, whatever they add. Mm -hmm. Like you ever have somebody they're like, oh, the secret is sugar, and you like you put right. sugar in this, like what? But like <laughs> <laughs> somehow along the way you learn different recipes from other people and then you're like, mm -hmm. let me see if I can make this my own. And it's really just trial and error. Like, let me try it. It is. It is. I don't know where I heard it. I think it was a meme or something like that where mm -hmm. they were like, you need at least five years of experience and three amazing references in order to make the mac and cheese <laughs> for the holidays. Like, Listen, you got to come. Correct. I believe it because... How hurt are you? You know how some traditional holidays where there's two of things, like two people made the mac and cheese and then it's the one person right. that has the full untouched pan. It'd be like a little piece out of it. And I feel like everybody be like, don't eat that. Don't eat that one. Eat that one. Right, don't right, eat right, that right, one, right. Don't eat, eat that one. one. <laughs> everybody be whispering, don't eat that one. Because it'd be only like one little square out of it. <laughs> and then, That's how you can tell. Then it's the That's empty one. Tell. It's the empty right. pan. And that's you like, know you messed up. You messed up and missed out if you come and you see one empty pan or it's like one corner left and then the other <laughs> one has one corner missing. You done messed up somewhere. <laughs> Everybody is talking in low tones about which one is the good one. That's why it's only one piece because one person will try it. Frown, Listen, throw it the out. Frown has spoken. The <laughs> crown has spoken. When you see that, and no words are needed. <laughs> 
it'd be like one band, one sound. You don't even have to say right. a lot. You could just tell when that one person ate it. And then, oh, and then everybody be like, oh, this one look cheesy. Oh, this one look good. <laughs> you like, see cheese coming off when you pick it up and the cheese is still like coming off the thing. <laughs> okay, we got to stop. Okay, we're going to move on from this mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. What about people just like trying new stuff on a holiday? I hate it. Like, mm. just stick to what you know. Stick to what you know. Like, don't be, this is not the time to try new stuff. I almost got caught out I there because <laughs> I was about to lose my, use my slow cooker for the greens. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. which I know it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I have personally never did it. I've never done it before. Right. So I was like, not today. I'm going to try it. I'm going to figure it out, but not today. Like, don't <laughs> wait till do game time. That's like, doing something right. new on the Super Bowl. If you made it to the right. Super Bowl doing it, bring what you know is going to get you the grade A cake results. Right. But like I did right. it one year and it was like, shame on me, slap on my hand because <laughs> I was on a <laughs> diet. And everybody knows Elisa's diets, dieting one-on-one. I've been on all of them. Uh, but <laughs> that particular year, I made my mac and cheese with almond milk. And then, then I accidentally had the sweetened vanilla version. And I don't know oh, why. how or why. <laughs> and I messed that back I am giving her. Oh, I messed it up all the way bad. Like, don't put vanilla almond milk. Vanilla almond milk? No. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. That year, I can't. that year, nobody had my mac and cheese. Like, it was still. Yours it was, was the, the one. That was the was one. the one with just the corner missing. <laughs> Oh wait, but then the then I tried to fix it. You know how you be trying to remedy it, but it's already messed up. (laughs) So wouldn't it be dope if we had this new group? I don't know recipe. It really would. I keep trying to get this going on a Google Drive doc, but I think this is the time for us to commit. (laughs) I just feel like the world would be a better place, especially since we're doing a lot of virtual events and everyone has, they're strongly encouraging people to not gather, especially for the holidays, that Mm -hmm. everybody just be sharing their recipes. The ones that people smile and nod at you when it's real good and they be like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) <laughs> they but you ask them what's in it and they'd be like love right nothing to love. <laughs> no tell me what's in it <laughs> i would like to know so that i too we're gonna get that going we're, we're gonna yes. do that i hope everybody participates but we're definitely gonna put that together <laughs> we're gonna make this happen because i am ready to be great in my kitchen with all of it a lot of people are doing these um orders now too mm-hmm. I think HelloFresh had a recent order for where you can do like a Thanksgiving in a box. Really? Yeah, my friend Donietta posted about it uh, for her Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know they did that. But but I just sometimes feel like the way we make and shake our own stuff tastes better. (laughs) We're going to add a little little spice here and there that's a little bit different. Man. (laughs) So let's talk about these families. Oh, this is when we talk about black holidays. Okay, yes, the food, yes, but the family, the family, the family. (laughs) Okay, I miss and love my family. Facts. Mm -hmm. When everybody is together, it's so nostalgic. Like, don't you almost feel like the little girl again? (laughs) 
Really, it's one of those things that it just takes you back to that space. Then you know what? That could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Your <laughs> Hopefully, it's a good thing. Um, but there's definitely the others out there that it's just like, Lord, 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 here mm. we go. Right. There they go. <laughs> right. Like, it wouldn't be a holiday without that one, you know, outburst. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> whoever it is, whether it's an auntie, a cousin, or whatever, sibling, whatever, and the only one that could get them mom <laughs> they mama. And it's, like, always in some, like, side corridor, like, some little some empty room, random empty room with, like, one dude sleep on a recliner. Oh, like, my gosh. Obviously, don't yes. want room. But it's... <laughs> Or the one uh, uncle who's just sat at the table the whole time, never left. <laughs> never left. Never left. <laughs> Waiting for the good pies to come out. <laughs> right. Now you got the family calls, right, on Zoom this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are engaging in their family calls. We had a family call. Did y'all have a family call? We had a family call. We did. We had a call. We had a family uh-huh. call. But ours was making, it was when we were cooking. So, because that part, because we used to always, you know. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we had, I mean, this one year we had a big, um, we all went together and did like this really big Airbnb and we were all in there cooking and everything together. It was so much fun. It was one of the most um, memorable Thanksgivings ever. So we had our phones and everybody's like showing what they had in their oven. I love that. Amazing, you know, stuff like that. So it was fun. Well, you know, that's actually a really cool idea because a lot of people have them after, you know, they've already cooked or you're trying to mm-hmm. coordinate time zones, but it would be dope to do it while you're cooking. Like, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that could be the way to share them recipes that you can't get from okay. your aunties or your yeah, mama. People in the thick of it. I said, what's, what's that spice? Hold that up for me. <laughs> 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 that's such a good idea I like you know what I might have to make that one shake we actually did one year oh talking about families um mm-hmm. where we just I keep going back to these dang menus we ordered <laughs> seafood for the holiday oh, instead of doing traditional instead of I doing like a tradi- that year y'all mm-hmm. had that crab Yes. Really yes. Good. That was good. But y'all still had traditional sides, but it was just different to have that whole seafood twist added to it. Right. That was With the good. crabs and the shrimps and the salmon. It, we did have some traditional, like you said, but I loved it because coming off of Thanksgiving, you get the traditional soul food. You get everything. Mm-hmm. So six weeks later, it's Christmas. You're like, I already had my fix. I mean, right. something else. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> All right, so let's get into if you celebrate Christmas, which everyone doesn't, but if you do, this part of the year is always interesting. Wait, so I was just talking <laughs> when it comes to Christmas trees, right? And putting oh, up the yes. trees, how soon you putting up the trees. Because... Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> we just had a conversation about that with my parents um, about my dad was talking about his tradition. They didn't celebrate Christmas until the day before Christmas, that's when they put up the tree when he was growing up. So he only thinks about Christmas spirit on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. And I'm like, no, 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 it's too late. Way too late. <laughs> Honestly, we did. We used to wait until like a week before when I was young to put the tree up in it. And then that's what we did. And it was because we were traveling back and forth between my mm-hmm. mom and my dad. And he was okay. So he would wait until we got there. 
because um, you know for kids school is out like a couple days before he would wait until we got there to put up the tree and that's why we did it in that instance to do to do it together got you that's a good yeah I, that makes sense that mm-hmm. makes sense I think um, we definitely now the trees it's so common for the trees to come up on either Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving that's normal right right you now like in society year, this year with COVID Mm-hmm. I think people just needed a little bit of care <laughs> you know like and, and I'm like I'm not judging anyone for putting their tree up extra early this year because we uh-uh. like we just if it, if it takes you into a happy place then go for it why not? why not why not <laughs> like for real just so make I'll me smile happy. give me some Christmas balls and <laughs> let me just do me and smile with right. some carols <laughs> wait so Actually, were you a Santa Claus believer when you were a little or no? Okay, so here's my story. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I didn't. Okay. I, I believe in Santa Claus, but I thought my Santa Claus was my papa. <laughs> oh. So I thought he, I literally thought he was the Santa Claus, the Claus. You and did? So, did he I get did. dressed up? He, he used to have a bell. And he would walk, he would wake us up in the morning. And I saw him one night. I don't know. I like peeked out when he had on the Santa hat. He had on the Santa hat and he was probably just putting the stuff under the tree or whatever. But I was like, I know it. Cause he was all, he had a really good laugh. He had a, <laughs> he like a rich laugh. The kind of laugh that would make you laugh. It was unique. Right. So I was like, that's Santa. That's, that's so, so funny. That's <laughs> cute. Yeah. So that's what my girl was. <laughs> I got you. So for me, it's so weird. I don't know. I know I didn't believe in Santa because I was not raised to believe in Santa. <laughs> My mom, I specifically remember her saying that she was not going to let, I'm going to say it lightly, she's not going to let some man <laughs> take away from her hard earned money. <laughs> I do believe, though. They did, well, actually, I remember them making Christmas a big deal. So there would never be anything underneath the tree the night before Christmas. And mm-hmm. then you come downstairs and it was like, <gasps> what? It would be like, yeah, it would be presents. Some would be wrapped. The big stuff would be, some stuff would be unwrapped. And it'd be like, it would just be a whole like whole thing experience. It was just like, oh my God, this is magical. But it wasn't magical because That's there was any gifts from Santa Claus. It was magical because I went to bed and I woke up and it was like, and the tree was ba- like, is barren a word? The tree was barren. The tree had nothing. <laughs> What's the definition of barren? I need to know because I feel like that is what we had a barren Man tree, but like oh, leading up to Christmas, you walking by the tree and that underneath the tree. <laughs> no, go on, go on and find it. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> it says too poor to produce much or any vegetation. <laughs> like, bleak and lifeless. <laughs> That's the one that you were going with. That's the definition I was going for. Listen. Not even a gift for other people because at least it would be like, you know, they would put a couple things for the people that whoever was going to come over the next day. That Yeah, type of stuff. it was a little bit like, because I think they went a little last minute too, but uh, it was a little bit. It was a little bit underneath. But for any of Christmas Eve and the day before Christmas Eve in Walmart trying to get my girl. life in order. 
because you get that last that last minute like jitters that you didn't do right talk about that oh my god yeah (laughs) but so I got a little we got a little carried away with my oldest when it came to Santa Claus yeah she did I remember. You know what? You remember. You was always so angry. I was like, <laughs> it's just a childhood thing. Who cares? And we literally took it and ran to the ends of the earth. It was too much. And I think that child wholeheartedly believed in Santa for way too long. She really did. She really did. And I think I think y'all did it because her birthday was like the day after Christmas. It's a good and a bad thing, but like no, that had nothing to do with it. Honestly, no? you would think, but no, that was a totally separate thing. Like my whole thing okay. was to make her birthday amazing and have nothing That's to do true. with Christmas at all. Um, but the <laughs> Santa Claus part, like I remember the one year. Remember when our power went out on Christmas Eve? Remember that? No, he was on, on Airbingo. You remember that? It was in Philly. I vaguely so, remember. The power went out. You had a flight. I think y'all were going on a cruise. You were flying out somewhere that year. I don't know where you were going. Somewhere. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and the power went out. And I'm still in there wrapping gifts, trying to do stuff. And it went completely black. So we had to leave out, go to family's house. And um, we just didn't have, we just we just lost. That year we were done. Flying <laughs> competition, we're out. We waited too late, last minute to get everything done. <laughs> and it was just a mess. And we wrote a note to her on behalf this. of Santa Claus <laughs> on how his engine went out or something. And he, had to, and he had to go get it fixed at the car shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> and wait, look, when Santa goes to North Philly. Santa had all the air in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) He would be back, you know, later that day, and he would she'll get all of the sheet. And he, we threw in there some personal facts straight about her, and she's like, "Oh my!" And so she, he was like, "Here's a couple things to get you started, but we'll be back because we had to build some stuff that we couldn't build with." Right. I remember that year. We had maybe only like three things that were ready to go and she was so happy with the three things that mm-hmm. we was like so we could have just stopped here we <laughs> need to do all of this stuff girl that's the thing about having kids you be doing the whole most during the holidays and they only play with like one or two things that's it that's it i remember you saying you was going to get paris some boxes this year oh yeah know that she would really love it like especially if it had bubble wrap what <laughs> yeah she will sit in the box she'll put the she would try to put the box over her head like she would just be playing in the box she keep crawling to the box she might dance on the box i can see her right. putting her hands on the top of the box and just dancing like she was <laughs> you don't need to get her no toys i'm getting her boxes literal little cardboard boxes and i dare somebody to say something boxes. and then watch send me a video all the things she gonna play with she gonna have all these toys around her, and she gonna go for that cardboard she box. Go and I'm gonna put box. a big old thing with a heart, and it's in the middle of it's gonna say "From Aunt Lise." <laughs> <laughs> that gift would be the hit gift of the year, and I know it, especially if you put a smiley face on it. What? It's got a thing with smiley faces. <laughs> that is it. Oh my goodness! Not yeah, we're not going crazy. We're not. We're not going to do that again. It was too much. It was hard to keep up too because you know all the kids in school ain't no Santa. Right. I remember oh being in elementary school, especially in of African American schools, the predominantly black schools. They are realists. Those kids are real. Okay. <laughs> they have seen it all and they are here to tell the truth. Okay. Like when they told me, oh, I remember being in first grade and it was like, um, it, 
raise your hand if you believe in Barney. And I was like, oh, <laughs> or no, it was like, if you still watch Barney. And I was like, I was still watching it. I had VHSs, but I didn't raise my hand. <laughs> you ain't raise your hand? No, I didn't want to be caught watching Barney. <laughs> and I didn't want to be caught knowing Santa Claus, thinking Santa Claus was real. Especially if you didn't have like a little sibling or something like that that you could like pin it off on. <laughs> this is why you still do it. <laughs> but in first grade, though, you should you still should be able to watch Barbie. You can watch Barbie in the first grade. It's okay, and that we know that's how we felt about the whole thing. Like, like it's only going to be a couple years before all the magic leaves. Just right. let them have their moment <laughs> <laughs> before you turn them into hardcore adults that don't like anything. Right. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yes, this was a, such a fun episode because because it's, COVID is made holidays so different like just having these memory discussions has fulfilled me like truly giving me like some memories that I don't even think about or I haven't thought about in a couple months so this is it I might have to go back down the memory lane of Facebook and pull up my little because I don't know if I have a real photo album I think if my photo album stops I don't know where what girl Facebook photo albums thousands maybe Mid two thousand, I don't. I think I had one in twenty twelve. Um, the we had um spring break maybe Christmas album. Oh, and we went to went traveling places and we were still yeah, but not from the holidays. You'll just have a post and it'll show up in your memories. Right, right. So I'm gonna try to find like an old photo album with family, like a real one, <laughs> and go through Facebook and just get all the happy memories. Oh, that's a good idea. Enjoy. <laughs> I love that. So now it's time for reflective thought. Our holidays will have to be what we make them this year. We have to remember that it's also tradition that times must and always do change, my friends. <laughs> coming to america quote oh say can you can see me <laughs> coming to america Da-da-da-da. oh i totally <laughs> thought you was going to say mama name clay i'm called clay i'm keeping my traditions <laughs> but so. no but we do i mean as time goes on things are going to happen that's going to warrant us to shake things up and do things a little bit different it's not to say that we're throwing traditions in the trash because that's not no, nice not <laughs> to the very least, that's not nice um we want to keep our traditions but we might have to tweak the way that things are done just to match the times so let's do our zoom calls that yes. most of us are pros at this year um and oh if you are struggling please visit Jen's work together where you can be given straightforward guidance on how to make your Zoom work the best for you. That's a nice little slide in for Elise. She's actually a really wonderful trainer um, and she has been helping a lot of people these past few months get their Zoom life in order Yes, other technology. <laughs> all things. Honestly, Probably. it's not just Zoom. It's all things. Anything mm-hmm. app-based on your phone, send me to your, your mommies and your aunties and your uncles because I can really give good instructional advice. And yeah. it's clear as day. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for spending some time with your listening ears. Please check out our show notes for links and references within this episode. Remember, you can check out our website, 
www.queenbeautypodcast.com for full access to our episodes as well as our blog posts. And please feel free to send any comments or questions to queenbeautypodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast for instant access on new episodes. Leave a five-star rating and review. And you can also find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Queen Beauty Podcast. See us back here soon for some quality time with Queen Beauty. Peace and love. Thank you.